Welcome to This Week in Sports. As always, I'm Eric Weirda. Uh, we have a guest host for a while, Cousin Dave. He's back on, um, stepping in for Jordan. Uh, so we're back after the holiday, and uh, I kind of wish uh, I was, we'd recorded last week, but it's double excitement for me and Cousin Dave. Michigan football. I go blue. I've never been more happy to be more wrong in a football prediction in my life. <laughs> um, Cause I know we all, yeah. cause we had Ohio state winning the whole thing, but I'm glad Michigan spoiled it. <laughs> um, getting over, getting over the hump there. Um, those predictions were off big time for the most part. <laughs> um, I think the only one we got right was Alabama. Yeah, yeah. I looked at my actually my sheet last night when I was uh, I found it in my notes when I was kind of putting some notes on for this podcast. I had Oklahoma, Alabama, Ohio State, and I think it was the last one was was Oregon. It was I think I did all the main major conferences. I was yeah. pretty far off. Yeah, and Jordan, Jordan though he picked uh, Utah, and yeah, they blew out Oregon twice. Um, they did. So and they're going to beat Buckeye in the Rose Bowl, hopefully. Uh, we'll see that, but yeah, um, yeah, the college football history, Cincinnati, um, group of five finally making it. Um, I mean, they went undefeated. Their best one is Notre Dame. Um, I see why they did it, but I still think they need to expand, um, which is a whole nother storyline that's developing, but I don't know. Um, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. Yeah, I think they got the four right this year. Uh, you got to look back at it. Um, we're, I mean, this is time. Cincinnati's got a lot of pressure on this, uh, and I think in this playoff, though, because it's time to it's, it's put up or shut up, really, for all. I mean, they represent all these these group of five schools that for years have said, what about us? Now it's time. If they get demolished. Well, that what, what, could that impact something down the road? Because I think you're right. There, there is going to be an expansion in, in the playoff, but you keep they keep getting this these talks of it. Then next thing you know, the, the college football committee or whoever decides this says we're going to table it for a while. So what does that mean? Next year, the year after. So until then, just going to be four teams. And uh, since they didn't keep this respectable, or even maybe pull off an upset, and they do have some players to do this. Uh, I think it's going to come down in that game just real quick would be the uh, just the Bama receivers versus those D backs. Um, I didn't watch much today during the year. I don't know about about you, Eric. Watched a few, a little bit of it, but they got a guy with Ahmed Gardner and and Colby Bryant, both really good defensive backs. Apparently, they have, they have really good defensive, a really good secondary um, mm-hmm. against uh, against those wide receivers. Yeah, and I mean NFL guys. And well, they're out, and Bama's out their top wide receiver. Yes, yeah, you called that. Unfortunately, you're right about that. With you texted me on on Saturday about that yeah. looked like an ACL, and it, it was an ACL, from what I from what I read. Yeah. Um, but like the Sauce Gardner, he's got. I read something today that he's got a thousand, little over a thousand career snaps, and he's given up no touchdowns. I'm sure that'll be tested very well uh, come New Year's Eve. And that uh, Kobe Bryant, I think he's a semifinalist or finalist for the uh, for the Thorpe Award. So that's yeah. right there. That's two two considered two shutdown corners. Yeah, so they're going to get their they'll get their test. It is. It's going to be a big test, and then 
I mean, the battle uh, in the other semifinal, Michigan, Georgia, it's a, it's interesting. I mean, that's a good defensive line against our offensive line and our offensive line against their defense. Um, that's a, I mean, I'm, it's going to be an interesting thing. I mean, can Hutchinson and Ajabo get to Stetson? Um, can they get to, can they get to, can they stop that run? Um, if Georgia establishes the run before we can get something going, I think we're in trouble, but yeah. Mm-hmm. But if it's, but if we can, if we can get something going early and often, I mean, we'll see. I mean, that's all we can do. I mean, Michigan, I think as a Michigan fan, I'll say this, we're playing with house money. Oh, <laughs> like I'm, just ride the ride the train. Yeah, so, I agree with you 100 percent on that. I mean, the momentum has never been higher. I wish this game was played this Saturday. I mean, we talked about that a little bit too mm-hmm. uh, this weekend by text messages. We have so much momentum right now, and Georgia kind of got smacked in the mouth, and you saw what happened. But yeah, you're right about that. Georgia about the the rushing RD line versus their O line. I believe their O line only gave up eight sacks all year long until they played Alabama. They gave up three three or four in that game. But, I mean, I don't want to sound too much like a homer. Uh, obviously, this is a pro-Michigan podcast, so I guess whoever listens to it can uh, can take that away. But, I mean, Gaddis, I think, got to, I think he got a award day with, with a, one of the top coordinators in the country award. He got, I think I saw he, that. He won the Broyles Award and, uh, for Best Assistant Coach. Yeah. How did McDonald not even become a finalist for, for, uh, for that award? I mean, I think he did a – what he did was more impressive than what uh, – well, Gaddis did, don't you agree? I mean, he takes that defense. I mean, that they, shut, they, shut, they shut down the best play caller in the country and, and beat them up. Yeah, all year long, this defense has carried them. Yeah, this defense has been good. I mean, offense really up until up until Maryland, um, and somewhat of Ohio. I mean, the Michigan State game. I mean, they that was the that was the first question. Can we actually pass the ball? And well, Michigan State secondary is awful, and we did. Um, we torched them for that, um, and then, and then we kind of went back to running the ball, and then put a fifty on Maryland, and then back to back forty-two point performances. Which, yeah, one thing I didn't think they could do, and they, and they proved me wrong twice. So I happy to admit it i just i never thought they were an explosive like a quick scoring offense i guess what i would say and i mean what was the third play of the game 70 yard touchdown run in the, in the championship game then with the second drive or the third drive they had that they had the quick score again and yeah. they, they definitely proved me wrong I, I i'm happy to eat my words on all on all my anti hardball anti-michigan talk i i was never a big believer i always i was giving them a lot of crap and uh i'm sorry yeah, I mean, look, I mean, this was beyond expected. Um, I mean, I was always thinking, I mean, I was looking at the schedule, and it was easy for me to go eight, nine wins with this team. Easy to, easy to do. This is just, all right, I'm, I'm enjoying the ride. It's it's fun, and hopefully they can finish it. Um, whatever, I mean, I, I don't like the idea of, never have like the idea of two teams from the same conference in a title game, kind of going back to the whole 2006 thing. 
Um, mm-hmm. But because of Urban Meyer saying, well, a team that doesn't win a title or conference championship shouldn't play in it, shouldn't play for a national championship, well, it's happened a few times. So whatever. Um, but yeah, it's college football season. I mean, we're in the bowl season. Um, outside of the CFP, I mean, it was agonizingly close, but Oklahoma State, I mean, I texted it, it was shades of Kevin Dyson, that Rams Titan yeah. Super Bowl. <laughs> Just, I mean, and that's how close Cincinnati was from not going, I feel. If Oklahoma State yeah. scored that touchdown, mm-hmm. Cincinnati's not in. I think they would have got jumped. And I also think if, if Ohio State wouldn't have lost to Oregon and just lost to us, I think there would have been a really, really, really good case. And the committee kind of proved that by putting them, by putting them six right there yep. with two losses that it could have been a Big Ten ACC uh, or Big Ten SEC play- playoff. I think that would have been one loss, which would kind of would have made me mad because, it, like, you, like you said, it should have happened 16. And just play it back, but uh, but they had to they had to they had to get different over there. Yeah, but it's uh, yeah, and Oklahoma State came close. Uh, that was an entertaining game. Um, but yeah, it's a uh, it's bowl season. I mean, you get the little small bowls coming up. I think they've overdone the bowls, but whatever. Let the kids enjoy it, travel and. Enjoy it. All about and, the money. Yep. It is money driven, but that's kind of it. I mean, we got the Heisman this week. I know we, some names, two names I think we got right <laughs> um, Bryce mm-hmm. Young and uh, CJ Stroud. And then two names that came out of nowhere. Kenny, Kenny Pickett, who I'm high on. Um, I think he actually will be the first quarterback off the board. Um, but and then AJ, H- AJ, Aiden Hutchinson, um, defensive end for Michigan. So the defense getting some love, and Michigan State fans are pissed that Kenneth Walker wasn't on there. But I mean, yeah, he he gashed us big time, but then didn't do much against Purdue, didn't do much against Ohio State, and when you're a Heisman candidate, you got to, in those games, in those big games, like he did against Michigan, you have to perform. And try not to sound Homer, but Aiden Hutchinson did that against Ohio State. Um, just, he was in that backfield more times than their running back. So. Yeah, you got, you got to do it when you're on the, on the national stage and, and Aiden Hutchinson, what he did in, against Ohio State and what he did against uh, Iowa with all the eyeballs watching was, was truly remarkable. That alone got him on the got him in this final, I believe. I mean he was good all year round, but those eyeballs right there, the national writers who don't watch every game, finally saw what this man can do. He's a disruptor. And yeah, he should be he should be second. I think I think it's pretty clear he's number one, but he should be second. Yeah. Uh, yeah Bryce Young in that SEC game just a freshman, a freshman QB on that stage against arguably the top defense all year. <laughs> He's 
I think Dan Orlovsky said it. If he was eligible to go in the draft this year, he would have gone. He would be number one. Yeah, I saw I saw that same thing, and I, I love Bryce Young. I don't like him as much anymore because Dan Orlovsky compared him a little bit to Aaron Rodgers, but uh, I do like I do think he's a he's he's, he's going to be a good quarterback. But yeah, that's going to wrap up the college segment um, with the the games. But we'll talk about the coaching in college football right now, which is <laughs> I I don't know what jobs open anymore. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a lot going on. You got Lincoln Lincoln Rally up and left Norman, basically pulled a basically put holding Art Medell, middle of the night type deal. <laughs> like, hey, we're going to move Cleveland to Baltimore. Hey, we're leaving Norman for SoCal. Okay. <laughs> and did that, which is good, for, great for USC. Um, that's, they're going to be good real quick. He's going to turn them around. Um, Brian Kelly going to LSU. Um and then doing a very cringeworthy southern song. accent. That was, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was bad. Um, <laughs> that was just awful. But yeah, Brian Kelly left, so that can't. Marcus Freeman, I like that. Great defensive coordinator at Ohio State. Um, on and he was at Cincinnati as well. Um, so he's he's going to be good, I think, with Notre Dame. Great recruiter, unfortunately. Um, I don't discredit him for that, but I was hoping they'd go somewhere else where Notre Dame recruiting can suffer because they do hit the Midwest a lot. So that's a it's a good yeah. hire, good hire for them though. I like it a lot. I think that's a fantastic hire. He sounded like he was the kind of guy when the all this went all this went down and how Brian Kelly handled it. I mean, you can we could talk about that too, but uh, he he kept everybody off the ledge, kept everybody contacted all the recruits. What from what it sounded like. Kept Tommy Reese, which was a huge one for the offense. That's a um, that's a name I haven't heard. And yeah, Tommy kept Reese. him in uh, South Bend, so they kept the continuity. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, I don't. I mean, I haven't read anything. Maybe I'm missing a couple of things. But I I haven't read anything where recruits are decommitting or recruits are or following Brian. Like it seems like every other thing you read. I mean, poor Brent Benavilles. I mean, he gets that job. Coming I mean, back home, he can recruit. He's got a bare cupboard now. He's got a he bare can, cupboard. But he can recruit. I mean, he uh, can. Yes. Yeah. So I mean, it's not a bit. I mean, it's, he's gonna have to really start over in Norman. But that's uh But yeah, I mean, all those, all those USC decommitted, and all of a sudden Lincoln rallies there. It's like, well, okay, we'll come back. So we'll see you there. Lincoln Riot. Oklahoma yeah, lost Oklahoma. a bunch already. Um, Oregon, Mario Cristobal going to going back to the U. I mean, I text you this. I mean, I don't know why they can't keep a coach there in in Oregon. I mean, it's a good program. I mean, for the most part, recently with USC struggling, it's been their division or it's been their conference for the taking. Mm-hmm. And with the exception of pretty much Utah right now, they don't really have anyone to compete with. It's basically like, okay, we'll just, it's like, I don't know what conference it would be like, but 
it's their, it was their conference, and now Lincoln Riley's in there. All of a sudden, it's back to USC. It's a USC conference. Um, I think pretty quick. Um, and I don't know. Does Chip Kelly go back? Does he leave uh, UCLA? Because that that team disappointed. They did disappointed quite a bit. Uh, they got a few pieces in there. It seemed like he was starting to. There's a lot of positive momentum. It seemed like going into that season for them. Uh, I but I don't. You're right though with Oregon. I don't know how I understand how they can can't keep a coach. They, they got Nike fac- money pouring in. Unbelievable yeah. facilities. Um, the Nike money from Phil Knight. But yeah, man, it's I don't know. I mean, I don't know how you can recruit for that for Oregon. I mean. And I guess he's got he's got some Miami ties and whatnot, so he goes back down there. But Miami, yeah. they're they're nothing special either. I mean, you got history, but so does Nebraska, right? And so does so, they so somehow does some of these other. they somehow decided to keep Scott Frost. Yeah, which shocked me. Um, I was wrong. I thought James Franklin would have gone to one of those openings, but Penn State signed him, and I. I haven't really talked, I haven't had the opportunity to talk about it because it wasn't really done. But, and I, I can't, I try to really avoid sounding like a Michigan homer here. Mel Tucker, 10 year, 95 million. He hasn't proven anything to me. He's beat Michigan twice. One was, what last year was, I mean, that was a bad year for us in general. That was just awful. But, and then this year was, I mean, Kenneth Walker and a very horrible review call <laughs> um, mm-hmm. and us blowing a 16-point lead. But still, um, he hasn't – and when the rumors are going around that he's going to sign this deal, he loses to Purdue and gets blown out by Ohio State. Yeah, I mean, blown out is kind about the Ohio State one. Um <laughs> They were up by like what forty at halftime, right? It was a, it was a, that was ugly. Um, I, agree, I agree with you. I think he's a good coach. Uh, I think the kind of got that extension was uh, the same. Like, I think I read something too. Adam Sheff report. He has a lot of NFL interest. And NFL interest also had was following him around. But you, you it just takes. I mean, like I keep going back to this, but it's the money you get. You get a booster. That's a billionaire. Says, you know what? I like you here. Our team was supposed to be terrible this year. Now we won 10 games. Well, it's $100 million to me, right? I mean, it's, it's crazy. People think that's like that's nothing. It's so much money. Yeah. It's so much money. And the worst part is, too, if this guy's no good. I mean, he's, got a, cheap, he's got a cheap buyout, though. But if but there's the whole thing. I mean, if he's... If he if leaves he, the cheap buyout, yes. Yes. But if he gets fired, they, they got to pay every cent of that contract. They own $95 million. Yeah. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. I mean, his. I want to know who his agent is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That did that. Um, that's some. That's some Scott Boris, Drew Rosenhaus, um, type deal. Ari Gold, uh, type move. But that was. Yeah, that was the ultimate playing, playing the other jobs against the university kind of kind of payday for him, and it worked. Yeah, I mean, he has called a man for getting his money. Nope, I will never do that. Coach, athlete, you can say what you want. Um, you can say what you want about it, but 
I mean, you said it too. It's about the money, but we'll we'll see there. Um, yeah, I think we cover all the coaching jobs. I'm sure there might be something else that'll pop up eventually. Um, I don't know who Oregon's going to add. Do you think Chip Kelly would be the best fit to go back there? Because what people forget about Chip Kelly, I mean, they remember his failure in Philadelphia. Mm-hmm. Um, but he brought Oregon back. Like he, his offense was good with that team. Um, and it changed it changed college football. Um, you can say what you want about the SEC, but in that offense that he ran there changed the game. So it'll be interesting if they bring him back. Um, yeah. And speaking of money, MLB free agents cashed in. I mean, yes, they did. Tigers got their shortstop. I liked it. Um, present and the future. You know, I like Javi Baez. Had you know, I've seen saw him early in his career in Chicago. Um, good ball player, plays hard, um, smart ball player, uh, which is what the Tigers are looking like. I mean, like, they were fun to watch last year, just kind of with the way they were on the base paths, you know, running the way they were. Javi brings that, um, and if he could hit two eighty, hit twenty five, hit twenty to twenty five home runs, steal. 15 bases or something, knock in 80 plus. I'll take it. Absolutely. And, and he's a winner. And he's a winner. That's the most important thing. They, yeah. they start signing winners. They, they greatly overachieved last year um, in wins and just the attitude. It was completely different. Now they get a guy that knows what it takes to win. Yep. I mean, I guess the only thing you can fault this man for is, I mean, he doesn't, he's never seen a pitch he doesn't like. I mean, he, he'll, he'll swing at anything. Yeah, and, uh, and, yeah, he will, and but he does. But he did say that there's one thing that drew him to Detroit as well. It was Miguel Cabrera. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he is. A, he's a, he even said he's like. I mean, one of the things too, I I get to learn from Miggy, um, top five all time hitter, <laughs> um, in the game. So, I mean, not a bad, not a bad person to learn from. No, no, not at all. Not at all. That team, they got those those prospects coming up. Um, another year to get the pitching staff in line. Yep. They uh, they got some. I mean, they got the what the the White Sox in the division. Cleveland is 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 back. Is, I mean, is bad. Yeah. Excuse me. Yeah. Kansas Min- City's bad. Minnesota. Bad. Well, I never know what to get think of Minnesota. One year they're good. One year they're bad. Um. So. Who knows? They got there. Buxton. Who could be a top five hitter in the in, in the league, but you got to play more than forty games a year. He's, he's and, the, uh, new, the the new Grady Sizemore. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then Max Scherzer, he's getting forty three million a year, which is more than I think two or three teams' entire payroll. <laughs> Tell your kids to throw baseball. That's all you got to yes. do. Yes, develop a develop four pitches, hit ninety five on the gun, make forty million a year. Mm-hmm. Working every working every five days. Yeah. <laughs> um, but obviously it's more than that. But or throw a football. Mm-hmm. Get the pitcher QB money. That's true. That's um, very true. But 
yeah, that's a big one. Um, Correa didn't sign yet. Texas signed a Texas put a half billion dollars onto their payroll this year, <laughs> which is unreal. They tried. Seemed like they tried this once and it worked out. No, but it was. I was. I guess that was one player with a rod. Yeah. But uh, new stadium. Well, the stadium was a year old, but uh, uh, they got some little. They got some pieces there. Got some. Some young arms, but one of the places that they covered, they covered up by signings. They got that nice young shortstop, Gold Glover, and they. So what? He, is he out now? I guess they're gonna try to trade him. Uh, um, I mean, I guess he could. I mean, it's it's smart. I mean, he's still young. You can still get a decent haul, I think. Yeah, um, he's good. He was good for him last year. Um, got some good players, but the I mean, obviously the big thing with the MLB is the is the lockout. Yeah. What, what are your thoughts on that? I saw it coming. Um, this is it's unfortunate. Um, I'm glad they. I mean, they still have about they still have six weeks, roughly, I would say, before spring training to get this figured out. But I mean, you're looking at mainly. I mean, the same deal with all CBAs is the economics behind it. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the big things they're looking at are with the big thing of analytics these guys the there's just lower number of second and third tier type players that are getting paid um after the six year service time which is usually when they turn 30 or so um so they're so they're trying to get trying to get free agency to be younger so the players can get their money earlier they're trying to do some payroll things i don't know Right. Yeah, I, no, I agree with you. I, the 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 top two percent, top one percent of players, they're always going to get paid. Just how it is. You're, you're the best of the best. You're going to get your money. But I agree with you 100. It's these it's these these second third tier guys who got to sit in a team for six years because they, they control them, they control their 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 service time and yeah. all this other stuff. And they by the time they get out of there, they're, they're 30, 31, 32, depending on what time. They, they get up in the major leagues mm-hmm. and they're they're almost past the prime and they can't yeah. they can't get any money like they yeah. like they deserve. Um I mean I would say do something ex- like with that. I would say an example is Whit Merrifield. Um yeah. He's an all-star player now. He he was late. I think he debuted what when he was like 24 or something, which is kind of old for a major league debut, 24, 25. Um so, yeah, I mean, he'd be 31 when he hits free agency, which I think he is, or close to. Mm-hmm. That's, I mean, I'm 33 right now. Shit, I'm going to be 34. Um, mm-hmm. I'm 33 right now, and <laughs> I'm like, I mean, due to injuries I've had, I can feel it. <laughs> Those act up. And these. So I understand what the players are doing. I mean, there's arbitration rules. There's that stupid club control thing where if you if they promote someone with before like April, before like two weeks in the season, it counts it's against a year. It's a free year. Yeah. yeah. So worked out well for you though. You went you got and saw Chris Bryant come up. I did see I did see Chris Bryant's but, debut. Uh, yes. So it worked out. Worked um, out well. But they do something with that. And they they got and this. I don't care about a salary cap and how they want to do it is fine with that, but you can't have one team spending $20 million and one team spending $40 million. Just not right. No. And That's, these owner, 
say what you want. These owners, they have the money. You don't, you don't have it. You don't own a team and not have money. <laughs> Correct. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting. I mean, I think you look at it where, I mean, it's kind of, and it might be the case too, where teams don't have money and, but and if that's the case, they should sell to someone that does. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, all these MLB markets. I mean, I wouldn't. I don't know about Kansas City. I don't know how many billionaires there are there, but, um, but I'm sure. I mean, Pittsburgh's a big financial city. I'm sure, there's some hedge fund person there um, that could buy them. Baltimore. I mean, you're closer to DC. I'm sure there's some something there, but. Oakland's doing their own thing with, move. I don't know Vegas or not Vegas. I don't know. Um, but yeah, this. Uh, I hope they get this figured out because sports are normal. We're back to normal sports schedule wise. We're not going to have late summer finals in the NBA. We're not going to have late finals hockey. It's going to end in June, and <laughs> once that, it's over. Yeah. Yes, leader baseball. <laughs> Once that's yeah, over, it's leader. over. Like, I, I'll need something. Um, you don't have much in the summer. Is World Cup this year? Or that next year? It's it's a year from now, right? Yeah, it's a year from, oh, year now. from now. Okay. Because it's just because it's, for some because of FIFA corruption, they gave it to they gave it to uh, they gave it to uh, Qatar, and it's hotter oh, than. It was like there, 500 so. degrees there. So they got to do it in the winter months, right? Yeah. Technically, is that when they're doing it? Yeah. Yeah. So, which is its whole nother schedule <laughs> because of the, doesn't really affect, it might, might affect a little bit of Major League Soccer, but it mainly will affect the European leagues, Bundesliga, Serie A, La Liga, EPL. Yeah. Um, that's going to be your big thing there. Um, but yeah, the MLB, a lot of money being thrown to free agents. Seager got paid. Um, Correa is still out there. I I don't know what he's. I don't know what. I don't know why the Yankees didn't pull that trigger. Um, I mean, he did. Yeah. Bad mouth, he did bad mouth Jeter, which he, he tried you to don't do shreds. You don't do you don't do that and then go to play for the Yankees. Yeah, um, there's a lot of talk that uh, since they lost Seager's, the Dodgers. Or just and you know what? Let's go get. There's talk that they 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 can go get Crea and and Freddie Freeman. If Atlanta lets Freddie Freeman go, that's are, the stupidest thing. He doesn't oh, want yeah. much. He doesn't want. No, much. he doesn't. Like, I thought I saw it was something like six one eighty or something. Yeah, you sign that right now. You should sign that during the season if that's what he wanted. Yeah, and uh, he's everything to that team. Yeah, I mean he's. Yeah, I mean, that was that was it. I mean. I don't know. You have a core. I mean, this team. I mean, you had losing losing Acuna. Like I said, we were all. I mean, we all said they were dead. I mean, they were done. But they ended up winning it all. So, <laughs> um, they have a core. I would keep that intact. But they. Absolutely. But they don't. Uh, if they don't, that's on Atlanta. Um, they have good young pitching. Still, like I said, good young hitting core. This is a team that can contend like the 90s Braves did. 
Um, yeah, that's yeah. For younger listeners, it was incredible of the Braves in the '90s to watch those teams. Um, granted, they could keep them because the money wasn't there like it is now, but <laughs> um, but yeah, they were they were good. So Atlanta could do that. I don't know why they haven't signed him. Um, I think those are pretty much the, the big free agents left are Freeman and Freeman and uh, Correa. Um, yeah, the two major ones, yeah. But, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that's kind of touching there. And the NFL, um, quick recap of the Monday night game. Insane wind in Buffalo. And I texted you last night. I think you got back to me this morning on it was, or I texted you this morning. That game plan shows what we already knew. Belichick's the smartest and greatest coach of all time. <laughs> it wasn't that he didn't trust. And I think I, I jokingly sent you a text last night about that saying, what, he doesn't trust Mac Jones to throw in this. <laughs> um, and what was it? Three passes. He was two for three for 16 yards. Yeah, he, had, he, he was one for one for 12 yards going into the fourth quarter. I don't think he threw a second pass until uh, six minutes or something. They dro- yeah, they had to drive him. They, they had to throw a few times. And uh, it's, it's crazy. It's great. I mean, it's crazy what this guy does. And all this talk last year about who's who benefited more, Brady or Belichick, Brady or Belichick. And uh, I read a, I listened to a good podcast today about kind of about that. They were talking about the Patriots game and obviously Brady's a, is the greatest quarterback of all time. Greatest NFL player. I mean, you could debate that if you want, but I think he's the greatest of all time in that sport. And uh, he was built by, by Bill. Bill built him the first, first six, seven years when he was there. They would sit down every Tuesday and Wednesday and watch film the defense. And Bill would tell them what they're doing, how they're doing it, how to, how to go against it. And Tom talks about that in that docu- docuseries. If you haven't saw it, the man in the arena. I've not, and, I haven't uh, seen that yet. I do have to try really that good. Out. It's really good. And it's actually pro Belichick that I thought for a second, that might just be all Tom and kind of get their side out. But there's, I don't think there's any animosity. They're all, they're, they're friends. They're, they both know what they did for each other's careers and they're grateful for that. And Bill built him up for the first, he didn't obviously didn't have his talent, but he showed, he showed him the smarts and how to beat these defenses. And Tom took it from there. And once Tom understood it and mastered it, he's, he is who he is today. Yeah. So, and I, I Bill didn't have a good team last year. No, they, all opted, they all, they all opted out and they, uh, yeah, I mean it's a interesting. Uh, I I said it. I mean, Belichick has won a lot. Obviously, I mean the twenty twenty year run or whatever it was with Brady was unreal. Um, mm-hmm. Something something you'll never see again. Um, I believe you won't see that again. But what he's done now with a rookie quarterback and all this is his best coaching job. Oh yeah. Yeah. He should have won coach of the year several times with the teams that he had in the past and, and what he did, but yeah, yeah this, if he doesn't want coach of the year this year, then 
there's yeah, some kind of bias against against him. Yeah, 100%. Um, this is unbelievable. But, yeah, I mean, Panthers fired Joe Brady because he's the issue. Not a yeah. – not a can't not Cam Newton, not Sam Darnold, not CMC being not that, hurt. That offensive <laughs> line being terrible. Yeah, but now it's all on Matt Rule. Yep. I mean, he's an offensive guy as well, and they had to fire one, I guess. So they're gonna go with him first. And uh, Matt Rule, he could be, he could be coaching Oregon next year for all we know. Um, and Joe Brady's but, gonna uh, go so coordinate under <laughs> under Lincoln Riley or something like that. Yeah. Or yeah. Brian Kelly at LSU. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, but the Lions, they did it. They pulled off a win. Not just a win, a walk off. A last second. Don't get that very often. No. The walk off. No, the walk offs usually go against us. Yes. Um, from some, usually from some obscure field goal distance or Hail Mary. Um, but yeah, they, uh, they won it and um, just kind of, I probably should have started off at the beginning of the show with it. Uh, feel the area, the state kind of needed it um, with everything that happened. Mm-hmm. So it's very tragic what happened in that, at the high school and everything involved with that. So, but it was awesome. It was awesome. Yeah. Win. Um, I, I give Ben Campbell a lot of, a lot of grief sometimes. Thinking so about do I. Coach and so just, do I. I and, mean, the aggression of going for it a lot, which I mean, football, you're seeing the analytics of going for it more. So I kind of understand it, but some of his play calling, I don't get Um, Mm -hmm. like on fourth and one, why don't you, why would you run a play action? Correct. Yeah. Um, But I know a lot, a lot of that's do the personnel they have and, and what they, or what they don't have. So they're kind of limited on stuff. Yeah. But uh, you've always you, you've always said from day one, and I've kind of pushed back on it. But uh, I'm starting to feel that way now. Is he's he's a he's a hell of a leader. He can uh, he's a motivator, and he you can tell he's passionate. So whether he's a coach that's going to be there in five years when hopefully they're good, or in three years when they're hopefully good or not. Yep. Uh, I think he's 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 set a culture that that that's that's been missing since the Caldwell days. And that, that culture is we're going to come in every day and we're going to work. We may not be the best. We may get blown up, embarrassed. But, I mean, it was well worth it for them today or on Sunday. Now, as I say that, Dan Campbell, don't win anymore now, all right? Because you start winning more games, then we got we got more teams with two losses or yes. two wins than, than one win. <laughs> yes. I mean, and it's crazy. I mean, well, I mean there, we've said it, and there's – Aside from TJ Hawkinson and Sewell and Decker and Swift. The old line. The old line, Swift and, and, and Hawkinson, probably, right? Yeah. Uh, there's not much talent on that team. And aside from that Cincinnati game, lines haven't been blown out. I mean, they can't, they had that great comeback attempt against San Francisco in week one, but. So uh, aside from those two games, though, they've been in virtually every game. So, I mean, it's encouraging, um, to say the least. Um, and that's something I don't say often about the Lions. <laughs> um, 
and I refuse to because this team has done nothing but disappoint me in my life. So I'm not buying any Lions hype. No, no, no. Speaking speak of disappointing, how about Antonio Brown? Yeah. Um, and people will rip this. Um, and I did too initially, and then I kind of thought about it. So when you compare it, you're comparing apples and oranges here with the scenarios. Aaron Rod, the league screwed up with the with the Packers. They should have fined the Packers more. They should have suspended Rodgers for a game um, as well, but that's it. Um, because, but it also appeared that the league knew and kind of let the Packers not, kind of skate by the protocols, which raises a lot more questions than answers. Um, but AB, yeah, that's more of a felony <laughs> um, that he committed. <laughs> um, the fake vaccine card saying he was vaccinated, not immunized, um, and not following protocols. Um, and they got him and two other players got suspended three games, rightfully so. And now, and Bruce Arians is pissed. That's yeah, a he is. That's a guy that you don't want to get pissed off. You don't want to piss him off. Um, I think he's done. Um, I've, I mean, this guy's got whatever scenarios happen, all the off-field stuff. I mean, it, get, it got him a ring. Um, so he has a ring, but he's, I think he might be done in the NFL now after this. I, I would agree with you. I think he, that he's fully uh, vaccinated. He says he's fully vaccinated now legally. Um, yeah. 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 But uh, I did, I did, I did read that. Yeah. But still, I mean, look, I mean, I get I, it. Yeah. Uh, and look, people can rip uh, Cole Beasley who's outspoken about it in Buffalo, but the reason why he's not in trouble is because he's been against the vaccine from the start. He said it and he's like, whatever the protocols are, I'll follow them, but I'm not getting, I'm not getting jabbed, but I'll follow yeah, the protocols. That, that, mm-hmm. that right there, he, he was outspoken. People blast the hell out of him for that. But he, he did say, like you said, he, Whatever you need me to do, I'll do it. I, I'm not gonna. I'm trying to get the shot. So whatever I got to do, yeah. To 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 go through that, I'll, that's fine. But Antonio Brown, man, I I defended him for a while. Um, I defended a lot of stuff with him because I when he went end up in New England and stuff, and I was a huge um, Patriots and Brady guy. And Arians, yeah, you're right. Arians is beyond mad on this stuff. He he was embarrassed. He was very proud that his team was 100% vaccinated. That he thought. And now he feels like a fool and he doesn't, he hates that. He, he has no, no tolerance for any of this, any of this stuff. But why I might not think he's done in the NFL or even on this team is because Arians didn't want to sign him in the first place. Tom did. And Tom pushed for that. And Tom, if Tom still wants him there, then what happens? Yeah. That, then it starts, and then, it, then, then we see who has the more power. Because unfortunately, what matters down the road is is rings. They get an eighth ring. That's going to last a lot longer than Antonio Brown's stupid no vaccination card. Yeah. But uh, a couple things, a couple things of suspension that I that I read and I dug into a little bit. The NFL one is suspended for eight games. All those guys. 
which would took the whole season away. Yep. But apparently, since they agreed not to appeal it, they 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 agreed on three. Yeah. And uh, the NFLPA was okay with that. And but it's embarrassing. I mean, all this stuff's going on in the country nowadays, and you're not trying to get political with all this. Right. I mean, if, if you're not gonna get vaccinated, just just say it. Right. I mean, don't do it. But if, if you don't do it, don't do it. But yeah, and but that, if you don't do it, just be, you still just follow your protocols. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but yeah, and then uh, is Ben officially is Ben done? And speaking of kind of AB connection here, Big Ben announced this is his last year in Pittsburgh, which we all saw that coming. Um. But I think she should have been done last year or two years ago. I mean, this guy's earned every right to walk from Pittsburgh. He's a Hall of Famer, has two rings. He's done everything that team asked. And let him move on. Um, I don't know if he'll he's – not, he's not a starter anymore, I don't think. He's, he's not like Brady. He's not like Rodgers. Um, he's gotten too beat up in his career. I think to be a starter and I think he needs to call it a full career, but last year was the year to say it. So Pittsburgh could have traded up and got one of the QBs. Um, Cause now you're, I don't know. I mean, look, these quarterbacks could be good. They're coming out this year. We don't know. I mean, look, Sam Howell's had a, you were high on him, had a, has a, has had a bad year. Mm-hmm. Matt, Matt Corral can surprise people. Like I said earlier, Kenny Pickett. I don't know, but they could all be good. They could all be bust, but they kind of has now put the Steelers in a spot where you're like, well, we're sort of in a playoff hunt. Um, <laughs> what do we do? I agree with you. I mean, they're six and five. They probably shouldn't have won last week. I don't know why the Ravens went for two. It was something the about the in the league. Something about the corners being out or something not good. Or... Yeah. I think the Ravens. They're they're eight and four with this loss. I predict that they're not going to make the playoffs. I mean, they're just so hurt. I mean, eventually this is all going to come back and come back yeah. down to you. And all those all these teams behind you that are seven and five, seven. I mean, it's quick. It's two games and you can get jumped so quick. Yeah, but yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Ben Ben's old, just like Drew Brees last year. Drew Brees threw for a lot of yards. If you really dig down deep into it, but you notice, he, but you notice the ball past fifteen yards. Yep, he didn't have that deep ball accuracy. He didn't have that zip that he and, could do. And the same and, with ben, same with Ben. But yeah, his is more Troy Aikman. Like this guy's been concussed. This guy's been. <laughs> yeah, he's lived a hard life on the field. This and, guy's been beat up. And Some thought when he when he, he could get to, when they got to Pittsburgh, maybe Dwayne Haskins was going to learn, and and he's a big body guy, can maybe run a similar offense. But I don't even think he's been active most of the year on that on that team. No. And we've all saw what the uh, what happens when you put their backup in. I mean, if anybody wants to relive that Detroit Detroit Lions Pittsburgh Steelers <laughs> that was weeks ago, go ahead and wow. make your eyes bleed. But. Uh, that was sloppy football. That was <laughs> that overtime was just, yeah. Ooh, that was one of the worst games I've ever seen. Um, yeah, so they'll be hurting. I feel bad yeah. for Najee Harris. He's good. Yeah, he's I mean, a good football player. 
and they do have, I mean, they've, they've had some injuries on defense, but look, injuries are part of the game. And Pittsburgh's just, I don't know. They just, I think now they're in a, they're just in a difficult spot. I mean, you can still get a quarterback. You can get a quarterback anywhere. I mean, just because you never know. Mm-hmm. Um, but they, uh, I mean, is, is that a spot where a Russell Wilson wants to go? Maybe um, Aaron Rodgers would think about going, or a, or a, one of those guys that are that are decent that get cut or get or just decide they want to move on. I mean. I don't know how good the roster is. I don't watch watch very many Pittsburgh Steelers games. I know uh, they messed up on that Ingram, Melvin Ingram signing yeah. all that money. I think they end up trading him for a late pick to the Chiefs. Yeah. And then they got Nicholas Fitzpatrick. He's a good cornerback, yeah. but uh, I don't know. They just they need to figure it out. Um, I mean, that's a team. This is a team that since the seventies have had three coaches. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a consistent franchise. This is a team a lot of teams strive to be like. Um, so, I mean, everyone thinks the Patriot way. I mean, I think the Steelers are the best organize the organization in the NFL to model. Um, yeah, I Patriots just are more modern, but overall, I think you look at the Steelers as that type of team, but. It puts them, like I said, in a tough spot. Um, I don't. I I just there's just a lot of questions going into the, the questions going into the season. There's going to be more questions next year, and I think I said, I think I said to you uh, with the whole with Rogers, who knows what he's going to do if he leaves. The NFC North is going to be an under 500 division winner, I think. Um, I, or maybe if they're lucky, that division's lucky nine and seven wins that division. Um, was that the NFC East a few years ago? Was that did that happen over there? Yeah, they were all bad. Yeah, all real bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's going to be the NFC North next year. Um, Very well, could be. But yeah, it's a lot of a lot of interesting storylines to keep a touch, keep an eye on. Um, NBA, I know you wanted to do a little and talk about that with the Trailblazers and all that. Yeah, the NBA has been a lot it's real fun this year. I mean, there's so much to, so many good storylines with the Bulls. Um, they're playing fantastic. And the Warriors look unbeatable. The Suns look unbeatable. The Lakers struggles. Um, to get real deep into the high diehard fan, I mean, watching the Wizards, it's it, can put a good team on the court now. There's so many different storylines, but I think the um, one of the bigger ones is is this Damian Lillard stuff. Um, as you know, the big thing in the news, I think it was when they let him go, Eric, last Friday, Saturday, last or last week, I think, sometime. Get rid of they got rid of uh, Neil Olshay. Olshay, he was a yes. um, GM. Um, he had some things pending. Um, late November or early November, out came a came allegation that he had some workplace misconduct yep. uh, where he yelling, cussing at employees. Apparently he belittled a couple of female employees you know, in a meeting, just different, different stuff that it, yeah, you don't need to be doing over the past years. 
not anymore anyways. Yeah. Well, his big thing was he uh, he's obviously got Damian Lillard on his team. When healthy, in my opinion, top eight, top 10 NBA player in the yep. league right now. You could even say higher. Mm-hmm. Um, he's been hurt since the Team USA. He has a, a abdominal issues. strain. Or that's what it's been. been yeah. yeah, it's been hurting him. I think he just recently just took 10, 15 days where he's going to kind of shut it down, hopefully get ready before the new year and kind of go from there. But like all these things happen in the NBA, NBA is what people like it or love it. It's a big, big it's a star league. Stars get say stars. It's with five people on the court on each team. They're more pro- They're they're just more relevant. Um, you get two or three stars, you win championships. Yep. Uh, it can be annoying at times. I, there's a lot of pushback in today's NBA, and I I get all that. But stars stars should have a say. Stars need to have a say, in my opinion, on, on a lot of things. But what I'm getting at is when they fired Terry Scotts in June. Um, Lillard, a lot of talk about Lillard. Where does he want to go? Does he want to stay? I know you and Jordan spoke on this podcast several times about possible landing spots with the Knicks, with the yep. Golden State. I mean, was he going to go to LA teams? I mean, you've talked about a lot of stuff, a lot of good conversation you guys had. And now he's not happy. He's not. He, uh, it all started back when they fired uh, Terry Scotts. And the reason they fired him is because he had the 29th ranked defense. Um, Lillard wanted them to interview. Jason Kidd, bringing Jason Kidd maybe, um, bringing Jason Kidd to talk to, to be the be the new head coach, and they ended up going with Chauncey. Now I don't think that was a bad hire. No, he's a player's coach. He's a Finals MVP. He's yeah. a, he's an NBA champion. It hasn't worked though for whatever reason. I mean, the big thing they bl- they blamed Terry Scott for was they were the 29th ranked defense. Well, unfortunately now they're the 30th ranked defense. There's not being any better. I mean. No. It's a roster problem. Yep. It's as simple as that. It's like and they got seeds. It's like Dan. Yeah. It's like Dan Campbell and uh, with the Lions. It's not. A, mm-hmm. It's not coaching. It's it's what the roster is right now, and you have to work with what you have. And and they can improve it so much. They, they but they're just trying to put band aids on things. They did this a couple of years ago with with uh, trading a first round pick for uh, for Covington yep. from from Houston, and then they trade. Then they. They, they get Norman Powell. Then they got they got the Nurik. Um, they just got so many guys that are long and lanky and athletic. But they're just not good pick and roll defenders. And that's what the NBA is nowadays. It's a pick and roll league, and if you can't play defense on that, you're gonna get beat every time. I mean, you get 150 points on Saturday to Boston, and Chauncey went off. I don't know if you've helped. Um, not many people probably follow the Portland Trailblazers, but he went off. He blasted the starters saying that he's never been around an organization or a team that needs the bench on a, on a constant basis to, to, to motivate the starters. These guys, oh. you guys get paid all this money. I mean, he went off on them. Good. And good for him. Yeah. Good for him. It was like the, like the Arkansas Pine Bluff coach. Um, yeah. That, that called it, <laughs> called the timeout and made his team run sprints mid game. Yeah. Like that's good for I, him. I mean, now Damien had done stuff in he, any any favors i mean he's been hurt yeah. he's also played i mean his points are down down about i mean 21 28 points a game last year down about 21 this year vehicle percentage is terrible compared to last year and now he wants now he wants to have ben simmons yeah well, no way he, that's going to happen this he wants a two-year he wants a two-year 107 million dollar extension as well he's 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 due for supermax next year yep 
So I think a lot of this is going to sort itself out here in a, in a few weeks because, I mean, February 10th is a trade deadline. Um, if, he wants to stay, if he wants out, I think he'll be out then. You just got to do it. Yeah. If you want to stay, I think you're going to get up. I think you're going to trade CJ. You're going to have to trade McCollum. Yes. And maybe it's time. This, this, mm-hmm. this hasn't worked for these two. And it, it just hasn't. And you, you, you extended CJ and you made his contract a little harder to trade now. But there's still talk. Um, Maury, Daryl Morey likes CJ. Mm-hmm. But the problem with Daryl Morey is he just wants the King's ransom for everybody. Yeah, and if and you're not going to get what he wants. No, and the I think one of the problems too. I mean, I know you said it's a pick and roll league, but this is a the Trailblazers rosters mainly point guards. Correct. <laughs> In Lillard, Correct. McCollum, it's, 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 Dennis Smith Jr., uh-huh. Anthony Simmons. I mean, either one of those. All those guys could start on some other some other team easily. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, I mean their best young prospect probably Nasir Little, and yes. uh, so you thought you'd, he'd, he'd have to be he'd probably be in, in any kind of package with CJ if you wanted to get what you if you wanted to get what you wanted to get in return to help out Dane. But there's the other option too. Want to blow it up? It kind of worked. If you're gonna blow it up, now it's gonna blow it up in my opinion. Yep. You got. The, I mean, you you can get picks for the next seven years if you if you trade these two guys yep. and and blow it up. And there's some top end talent coming up in the next couple drafts. You got that kid from Duke. You got a guy up the street, Gonzaga. Yep. Next year, and then 20, 2023 draft. I guess it'll be. They got that seven foot one Frenchman who's just killing it overseas. That's going to be. Uh, that's going to come out then. I mean, the worst runner's not guaranteed the first pick. No, but. Like it, like it used to be anymore, but they, you could rebuild quick if you do it right. Yep, you're smart and, about it. And hopefully, I mean, it took a little bit for the Pistons. I mean, mm-hmm. Kate Cunningham was coming off that ankle injury; it took him a little bit. But what did I, what did I send you this morning? The stat that came out with him. He's one of four players. One of this seven. This one week. of seven players and seventh NBA player with. Totals through 17 games of 240 points, 100 boards, 75 assists, 20 steals, 10 blocks. I mean, some of those names on that uh, list are Larry Bird, LeBron, Magic. It's good company. Um, So I've probably watched almost every Cade game, not probably not to the entirety, because after a while, it's still hard to watch the Pistons play basketball sometimes, but I've watched a lot of the Cade games and, uh, this is gonna people are gonna try to kill me for it, but uh, he's got a little bit of Luke in him. So, and that's that's pretty damn impressive. I think that uh, he's gonna be. They get some players around him, and you got players to trade too. I mean, yeah, you can trade Jeremy Grant. You can trade some of these guys that are putting up numbers because they're on a bad team, and maybe over oversell them, sell high on those guys, and get some players that are that are that are winners. And this could get you can get a you can fight for a for an eight eight seed or even get nowadays with a playing tournament get into that and you never know and, and go from there so i, I think the trades, yeah. their arrows definitely up and you got this Paolo guy from duke i mean he's been compared to but not his, as his the compar- body and stuff his comparisons were or his comparisons i saw c web um Derek coleman 
um, Anthony Mason combo. Yes. Kind of kind of yeah, weird. He's a big guy like that, but he uh, he can score like Durant. I mean, he can get a shot whenever he wants to get a shot, and that's so important in today's NBA. Where at any point, at any point in the game, at any place on the floor, to get a shot up and get a shot and get a good shot. That's how. That's that's just a certain kind of skill not many guys have. Yeah. And I, I think he'd be the first. I think he's gonna be the first pick next year. He is. He's definitely chat. gonna be number one. I and, think. Uh, um, I, it's either. I mean, it's one, two is uh, Paolo and uh, Chet Holmgren. Mm-hmm. Um, kid, from, kid from Auburn's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, don't watch much of him, but uh, yeah, Paolo's good. He's he's real good. And if they can, heck, I mean, bail out and try to get him Portland. Um, Got to fight Detroit for him. They they're, they're still bad, but. Uh, Portland doesn't have the best luck with top picks. <laughs> no, yeah. Um, Greg Oden. Yeah, I think the Durant, yeah, they could have had him that year, couldn't they? Yeah. Yep. So, uh, yep. So, uh, but they, uh, they got some problems up there. And I think it's, I mean, I, I agree with you. They need to blow. I think it's more, it's not just trade um, to bring Ben Simmons there. It's trade Lillard and drop the nuke. I mean, mm-hmm. The Allen, Jordy Allen, whoever's in charge, you have the football, um, to use a government term. You have the yeah. new codes, use them. I think it's time. You're 10th from the West right now. I mean, you got some bad teams behind you Sacramento, Houston, Oklahoma City, New Orleans. But uh, nothing's worse than being being 10th, 11th. Because you're, I mean, you're 11th, you're not even going to be in a playing tournament. And then you're just sitting there. Drafting thirteenth, twelfth, tenth, something like that, and you're not getting a quality guy anyways half the time. Usually, most drafts are four deep, five deep at the best. Yep. Some only two, three deep, and then you're just spinning your wheels every single year. And then we'll tear tear it down to the studs and just kind of kind of go over. It was a good run. You had some good playoff series. Yep. Some of those ones when you when you went against when you went against uh, Anthony Davis and the. Uh, and the Pelicans and some of those Golden State things and Dame's series winning shots, like yeah, I mean, you're a phenomenal player. Just you want to win, it's not going to be there, unfortunately. Your your loyalty, no. I think, a lot of times too, kind of like with Kevin Garnett back in the day, his mm-hmm. loyalty is kind of uh, it shielded him from some criticism that he, that he probably deservingly deserves for helping to build a roster a little bit and that he liked that it hasn't won or yep. Kind of going from there, but that's all I got to say on on that. No, no, that's good. Um, good topic there. Um, NBA. I mean, it's I. Was, I mean, I've said I'm not being an NBA guy, but I'm excited that Detroit ha- finally has that star type player. That yeah, people can argue. Well, it was like Chauncey's team in the early mid 2000s. Okay, yes, but he wasn't a true star. He wasn't like. I mean, this is our first true star we've had since Grant Hill. I would say uh, that we actually drafted. Um, yeah, yeah. Kate has Kate has the potential to be a multi-time all-star starter, like all NBA team. Good, mm-hmm. he is. He's he's phenomenal, and he's he's learning how to score in the NBA, learning some of the different rules. Obviously, it's a lot different than college and, and some of the things, and just the, the sheer talent to watch him. Yeah, watch him play. Yeah, only I mean, get better. Yeah. Um. So, obviously, they had the they had the core or they they had the player to build around, and 
Yeah, I mean, go, uh, I think, what did I say last year with the lottery? Just don't fall out of four. Mm -hmm. I think it's the same this year. Don't fall out of the top four in the lottery. Um, And we should be good. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that's going to wrap this one up. Uh, Thanks for listening listening and uh, and, uh, join us next week. Uh, Dave and I will be back and uh, take care. Thank you. Thank you.